Live around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. with the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com or on social media at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Hello again, everyone. We welcome you certainly to the fastest two hours in travel once again, known to millions as America's number one travel radio show. And from coast to coast, border to border, and around the globe on TuneIn, well, looking at the clock, it is just past 10 a.m. Eastern Time. It is March 5th here in the New York City area. Mary and I are back from Stop 10 on RM World Travel's big Let's Go America Tour in Las Vegas, where we broadcasted the show live from last week. And along with Rudy, we are ready to talk everything and anything in the world of travel with you. So a big thank you. You know, I want to start the show that way to everyone at Wynn, Las Vegas, and Encore last week. I mean, folks, listen, that property is hands down at a different level uh, for sure. And we hope every one of you out there mm-hmm. listening will at some point go experience it. Uh, or even their location up in Boston. I mean, it really... Fantastic just, property. You know, really, really did. Even after the show last week, we continued to enjoy it. So although we enjoyed our time in Vegas, uh, it is nice to be back in New York. We have a diverse show ahead for you over these next two hours. And as we begin, you know, our world travel get-together, good morning to you again, Mary, and to you up there in Minnesota, morning. Rudy. Good morning, good morning. And uh, hello to our intrepid travel reporter, aviation buff, a.k.a. Engineer Bobby. How are you doing down there at the Network Command Center in Dallas after your big big week to travel to Indianapolis? And you got a ride on the 737 MAX. Yes, it is I, aviation expert. But you survived? Uh, You survived? Yeah. No, uh, well, barely. Because, I mean, we did. I, I was telling Robert before the show, I was very struck by, like, how fast the MAX comes in when it lands. Like, like it feels a lot faster like like you're hauling a little bit more when you come in and land but like you're gonna go off the runway at the and end that no 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 no, go up no 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 it not like when it's gonna go off the runway or anything when it hits it, it's just as normal as whatever it just like the last you know minute on approach feels a lot faster than See, a lot now of you other are. planes you do sound like an aviation yeah right i know now. I, I mean i can yeah. tell you all the ins and outs of bobby uh, yeah. See, you never knew this but but the part that i want, really want to say folks what was really interesting is yesterday as bobby is headed to the airport he is nervous of what he sees on he is texting mary and me left and right we're writing back to him and, and bobby i really felt that we helped get you through that flight and yeah, when you, you, landed... you and you and pharmaceuticals both of those <laughs> yes. yeah. well uh, listen i'm glad you're here but overall indianapolis you had a good time there i know you were out there with the nfl yeah but, uh... very very walkable city i i like i mean that's yeah. uh it's it's a nice city to just kind of like be able to move around about it's easy i didn't have to take as many you know taxis or anything as i was anticipating it's pretty easy what to just the get NFL around doing there NFL scouting combine. They're prepping draft oh. prospects. So got to got to have a lot of fun meetings. Got to go to Prime Forty Seven, which is nice. So. Yes, well, we know you don't like to fly, but I did see your Instagram page, and you were behaving like a like a tourist. You, you have know, photos that, up of all kinds of things in India. You're, you're yeah. rubbing off on me. Aviation buff, right. Bobby. Now that's where we have. So okay. All right, let's get to these uh, fun polls today. These are interesting. Um, all right. So thank you to all of you who voted at rmworldtravel.com. First question. In which U.S. state is the mouth of the Mississippi River? I'm going to work backwards here. <laughs> well, Rudy, I want to see what Rudy, because Rudy okay. last week laughed about it. Did you Google uh, it, Rudy? No. Do you have yeah, any yeah. idea? Well, the mouth. I, I know exactly where it is, but I got to tell you, the first time, well, do we want to get the answer before I tell? Well, just, no, go ahead, Rudy. Yeah, it's sure. fine. Go ahead. So years ago, before I knew I was ever going to meet some woman in Minnesota and move here, 
I think it's probably my first time to Minnesota. I came here for a speech, and we crossed this big river. And I said, what's this river? There's a guy driving the car to pick me up. Uh, he said, oh, it's Mississippi. I said, no, no, really. I, I really want to know the name of this river. He said, it's the Mississippi. I said, come on, look, I'm actually a travel journalist. <laughs> so I, I really need to know. And he got mad. He said, where do you think the Mississippi River begins? And of course, as an East Coast guy, I think of Mississippi is, you know, you know, it's New Orleans. I mean, I know it runs the length of the country. Right. But I was pretty far north in Minnesota. Okay, so where do you put okay. the mouth now? So where do you put so the it, mouth? So it starts in Itasca in a little creek. In, yes. upper, in northern so, Minnesota. But that's not that's the, the start. So you're correct. So people who voted Minnesota, 20% of you, you get a pass, I think, because you're right. It starts in Minnesota, right. but the mouth is where the river ends, where it dumps out into the sea. Oh, the yeah. mouth. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that was the definition. I know the, the answer to this. Louisiana. You, well, Bobby, I would you say know? New Orleans. Yeah, it is, it's Louisiana. It's, it's yeah. south so of New Orleans. So you guys are right. Louisiana. Right. Yeah, 47% of you said Louisiana. All right. Well, the Next. little so secret of the Itasca thing, by the way, is, yeah. is the Corps of Engineers have, have built this enormous cement cistern under the ground in this forest setting that you can't see to make sure the spring keeps coming up because people go to interesting. So half the audience knew it was Louisiana and Mississippi. They thought 26. And Let's I move on that. to the next the one. Mouth. Missouri is 6%. I don't the get But Thank you all of you for not voting Michigan. We appreciate it. <laughs> so, so question number two, we have a smart is, audience. Question number two. Now this, I bet I was going to say was a bit the, of a trick question. This okay. one was so, not a bit. This was right, a big one. Which trick is question. not one of the seven natural wonders of the world, which is not one of the seven natural wonders of the world. Northern lights. Great. <sighs> 31% of you. Victoria Falls, 26% of you. Great Barrier Reef, 17% of you. Mount Everest, 14%. Grand Canyon, 12%. And the reason that I say it's a bit of a trick question is they are all, okay, all of them are uh, parts of the seven wonders of the world, Nat natural wonders of and, the world, And which is all of the above was not on there because... Uh, because it, well, you can't or none of the above. A, a template, but that's really what it is. But the reality <laughs> is, you know, but, but some people have written into us and they've said, hey, listen, what's the difference between the natural wonders of the world and the actual seven wonders of the world? But the seven wonders of the world are like the Taj Mahal, the Colosseum, Chichen Itza, uh, uh, yeah. you know, right, right. Uh, Great Wall of China, those things. This but, is the natural wonders. Yeah, but it was tricky because it should, it, the, really, the answer would have been none of the above because yeah, they're by the all way, natural uh, wonders. Rudy, do you know where Victoria Falls is? Um, I should. Is it in Africa? It is in Africa. Yeah. It's, it's uh, Zambia and Zimbabwe there. So that's another uh, I one. I thought maybe some people didn't know that. But okay. All right. Well, anyway, All go right. vote in the latest travel polls that just went up on the website at rmworldtravel.com. We will get into those in uh, future shows. This one's a and tough one, too. Uh, yeah, it, that's mm -hmm. true. Uh, right now, we are going to jump into the Travel News Roundtable in the two minutes or so before we hit the sponsor. Well, to no surprise, we saw a flood of tour companies come out this week with changes to 2022 itineraries. Globus led the way early in the week, along with Colette, G Adventures, Tauk, many others, all canceling tours to Russia. Of course, this is no surprise. I'm sure many cancellations were rolling in as well. Um, but we do appreciate the goodwill here. And this is also going to include, in some cases, Baltic nations like Finland as well, because the tours were all packaged together for the foreseeable future. Road Scholar has canceled them for the entire year. Um, and Japan Airlines canceled all flights to and from Europe on Thursday and Friday, yeah, citing safety, but also lack of airspace. Listen, and so many of these companies, it's going to really affect We uh, applaud Japan. for what they're doing. A lot of them, though, are doing it yep. for the airlines because they can't get insurance. Uh, to fly over certain areas. Right. So although it may seem like a great PR thing, don't always believe everything you read. But our, our show friend Richard Abalafia, who we know uh, has been on so many times, I was reading his newsletter last evening. He made some really strong points regarding Putin's Russia's war on uh, Ukraine. 
clearly, just as the airline industry is working to rebound from the coronavirus, uh, you know, th there's now additional damage to the air traffic uh, market because of this. A sizable portion of the worldwide air traffic really is at risk. It's being driven by the travel blockages, the reduced passengers willing to fly, you know, all the greater cost of long haul due to the longer routes necessitated by the closed airspace, higher fuel prices. You know, but he does say that this may be a boom for the single aisle jets. Okay, the wide bodies are going to be impacted. He also, one thing I want you to go take a read, the Cape Town Convention of 2001 makes a really good point on the financial impacts uh, of what's coming. So we may have to have him back to talk about that. But right now, up next, Marvin Irby is going to be with us. He's the acting CEO and CFO of the National Restaurant Association. We're headed to D.C. on the show hotline for the Chief Travel Leader Conversation. Come on back. We'll be, we're we going to return in three minutes. As we take a brief sponsor's break, now's a good time to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Have you ever wanted to know what's happening at home or even your small business when you're not there? Well, we're fans of the new wireless outdoor camera from Simply Safe. It lets you see what's happening outside right from your phone and alerts you when anyone approaches. You can customize the perfect system that's right for you in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com carry. Go today and claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. That's simplysafe.com carry or visit rmworldtravel.com and look under sponsors for a link. Wherever your travels take you, Preferred Hotels and Resorts is ready to accommodate with excellent offers all listed on their website at preferredhotels.com. And listeners of our show will also get exclusive elite status in their I Prefer Loyalty program that delivers room upgrades, priority early check-in and late checkout privileges, private rates, plus points for free nights, meals, hotel activities, and more. To enroll, just go to our website at rmworldtravel.com and click on the I Prefer banner right there on the top of the homepage. Can't miss it. Sign up's going to take you just a minute or two. Safe travels, everyone. This winter, folks, join us and upgrade your daily routine with Bespoke Post and their new seasonal lineup of must-have Box of Awesome collections. No matter what you're into, BoxofAwesome.com, they've got you covered from cozy threads and outdoor gear essentials to winter cocktails, even grooming goods and all sorts of gadgets. They have collections for every part of your life. Get 20% off your first box when you sign up at BoxofAwesome.com and enter promo code CARRY. That's BoxofAwesome.com, code CARRY for 20% off your first box or rmworldtravel.com. Just look under sponsors. Our secret to staying on track with our goals? Hello Fresh. Their delicious recipes and doorstep delivery take the hassle out of mealtime. And their calorie smart and carb smart options make eating well easier than ever. You can take your pick from 50 menu and market items each week and even customize the box by swapping in proteins and sides for meals that work for you. Right now, get an exclusive offer during their President's Day sale. Get 16 free meals plus three free gifts with code CARRY at hellofresh.com slash carry or visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Robert and Mary and our show team anytime on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn at RM World Travel. Now, back to award-winning RM World Travel. All right, welcome back to your Robert and Mary World Travel get-together. And for the next 10 minutes of today's show, well, it's time for the Chief Travel Leader Conversation. The national restaurant sector of travel is going to be our focus, and we're sponsored by Travel Pro Luggage. Yeah, so get spring break ready with new luggage and save some money. The team at Travel Pro is offering their buy more, save more special 
household. For example, spend $200, you're going to save 30 bucks. If you spend $300, you're going to save $45, and that all includes free shipping. Well, free shipping is always yeah. a good thing, folks. Listen, our Travel Pro bags, they certainly make our travels a lot easier when we're on the go. Every traveler needs a companion that they can trust, and Travel Pro is the choice of flight crews and frequent travelers as they stand behind their products with lifetime warranties. Go get your new luggage for spring break and save at TravelPro.com or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. All right. It was just over a year ago during our live broadcast back on February 27th, 2021, that we last spoke with the then CEO of the National Restaurant Association, Tom Benade. Today, we're speaking with Marvin Irby, longtime CFO for the National Restaurant Association, who's now currently their interim CEO. Off to Washington, D.C. we go via that show hotline to connect with Marvin. Welcome, Marvin. Nice to have you aboard with us on the big show today. Good morning. It's very good to be here. Thank well, you. Well, you're very welcome. Really happy to have you aboard with us today. So before we get into some of the details, as Mary just shared in your intro, you're the longtime CFO of the National Restaurant Association, but this isn't your first time in the acting CEO role now, is it? I mean, what a year to take on that role again. I'd like to believe the first time I was asked to take this role uh, was three months before COVID hit. I mean, mm-hmm. So now I'm back again. I'm hoping this means that uh, the last time I take it, we'll be seeing the end of COVID. Yeah, well, that's yeah. good news. Mm-hmm. There's the yes. beginning and now the end. Yeah, yes. exactly. Amen. Amen to that. <laughs> right. So, all right. So, you know, listen, Mary and I, we were in Las Vegas last week for our big Let's Go America tour. Reservations were tough to get. Restaurants were hopping. There was a pretty good staffing that we've seen everywhere we went that we saw, which was nice to see. So what can you report to the nation today on the state of the national restaurant scene? Well, um, while Vegas is doing exceptionally well, and the places where restaurants have opened are doing well, overall, restaurants are recovering slower than the rest of the economy. Unfortunately, 90,000 restaurants have closed permanently because of the pandemic, and we've lost over $300 billion in sales. However, as you pointed out, what has been very remarkable is how much we love our restaurants. In areas of this country where we've been allowed to reopen and can find staffing, uh, restaurants are doing a great business. But that is looking more sporadic. January, uh, probably the biggest issue we have right now is actually not demand, but people. Uh, As of January, we were still down a million people, a million employees from where we were pre-pandemic. That's a big number. As labor begins to return, we're certain uh, we'll be ready to serve our customers. Okay, Um, those are some big numbers. Marvin, uh, I read that you were a big part of the lobbying that occurred, and that's, of course, a big role that the associations play for the federal aid for restaurants in 2020 to the tune of a few million dollars, I read, spent in that lobbying, which I'm sure did help initially uh, restaurant owners get through as well as best they could that year. With the extension of these restrictions throughout most of 2021 in in certain areas, although it was a better year, it was still tough. So you've mentioned about about the you know the losses what are you forecasting for this year for 2022 well there's a lot of things to feel good about in our recovery first and foremost what happened in 2021 is a number of restaurants really became much more technology savvy and eight of ten of our operators because we survey them continually tell us that now technology gives them a competitive advantage and we're finding that a number of our consumers will prefer use of technology as long as it doesn't get in the way of the guest experience. Mm. A big change is takeout. More than half of adults now say the delivery of takeout is essential to the way they live, uh, particularly amongst our millennial and Gen Z customers. Mm-hmm. 
alcohol to go, and outdoor dining has been a major transition as well. Uh, and more than half of restaurant operators think that having seating outdoors or in parking lots or just in general more cafe style is really going to be the evolution uh, that will be part of the future here. Yeah, I think that'll be yeah. a lasting impact. Yeah. And, I, I mean, when, as long as the weather permits, who doesn't enjoy dining outside? So, you know, when, when we talked to Tom a year ago, staff shortages, extended unemployment benefits, they were all major challenges across the hospitality sector of travel, including restaurants. You know, now we're dealing with skyrocketing inflation that's raising prices of everything, along with the continued supply chain. And that's probably leading to that sporadic recovery that you're talking about. So this all means that restaurants, they either have to raise prices to stay afloat, either they could be cutting portions or eliminating some options, or they have to compromise quality. You know, really, what are you hearing from members uh, right now as the biggest items that are keeping them up at night? One of the biggest items that are keeping them up at night are, is actually labor. Uh, being able to have enough people on hand to provide the customer service that our guests expect. Uh, to your point about pricing, uh, menu prices have increased 6.5% in January on the average. However, CPI was up 7.5%. Mm. So it's probably still cheaper to eat out at your restaurant than actually go to a grocery store at this moment. Mm. Uh, but what you're also hearing uh, from our restaurateurs is that they're finding better ways, newer ways, and more efficient ways uh, to provide meals uh, to our customers. In fact, 80% of them will say that they are much more efficient in their operations than they were pre-pandemic. Which I guess really you would have to be. Um, so that's a positive. All right, if you are just tuning in with us today for today's Chief Travel Leader interview, Robert and I are speaking with Marvin Irby, acting CEO and longtime CFO with the National Restaurant Association. Marvin, I would think your experience on the financial side of things has you well prepared for this interim CEO role, but I have heard you're a dynamic people person, so you're, you're out and about as much as you can be. What is it about advocating for restaurants across our country that you enjoy and conversely may find most challenging? If I have this opportunity to work with restaurateurs every day, and it's all restaurateurs, it, it's from those who will run uh, the CEO of McDonald's to literally that individual who runs your local pizza place down the street. They are such magnificent people. These are individuals who really they have a hospitality gene. They are driven by creating joy for others. And that's very inspiring. And maybe one of the most inspiring things that I, had, I was able to observe during the pandemic was watching our customers, watching the guests, watching how many people drove out to help by doing carryout, how many people went to their personal restaurants to try to keep them afloat. And just speaking for a lot of those operators, I can tell you how much it's been appreciated. Mm -hmm. This country loves their restaurants, and that was shown in the last year. And that, frankly, is what inspires me uh, to do what I do here for the industry. And your biggest challenge? Biggest challenge? Uh, it's a very broad industry. It is everything. We represent the individual restaurateur to uh, the major chains. We represent all and everything in between. Um, the biggest challenge is that it so encompasses every part of our economy. Uh, you mentioned earlier supply chain. Our food costs, our beef costs, for example, are up 55% yeah. versus mm -hmm. last year. Mm -hmm. How do you manage that and still provide an affordable 
experience for your customers. That's dynamics. That is the biggest challenge. Yeah. So, Marvin, before we have to say goodbye for today, you know, I want to know, we just mentioned Vegas, and on this tour that Mary and I have been doing, you know, it's been really eye-opening for us to see the state of America, and we're going to be talking about that in future shows. But really, I want to know for you, is there any place that perhaps you've traveled recently where you feel things are starting to feel like normal again? (laughs) Uh, Maybe it's the new normal. Um, Literally last night... Uh, I went to a restaurant in D.C. Um, it was a, a Thai restaurant, mm-hmm. and it was packed, and the people were happy, and everyone was conversing. I was actually there with a college friend who'd come to the city, and I had a chance to look around because that restaurant, eight months ago, was staying alive by just trying to have people eat outdoors and have carryout. Mm-hmm. It managed to survive. And now it's thriving. And I believe that's what we're going to see across the country well, as we begin to fr- From your mouth to God's ears, yeah, there, that will happen because that's exactly what we want for everybody, both in the restaurant industry, the travel and hospitality side of things across the board. So really appreciate you joining us today for the Chief Travel Leader Conversation. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, okay? Thank you. Enjoy as well. And go find a restaurant. Oh, that, <laughs> absolutely. We'll take that advice in a heartbeat. Take care, Marvin. <laughs> <laughs> take care. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Well, they were some sobering numbers, uh, Mary, from Marvin. Yeah. Uh, it's going to take some time, but, you know, listen, as Americans, uh, we persevere. So that's what we're going to... And we do love to eat out. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Too. Yeah. So <laughs> no question about it'll that. It'll happen. All right. Right now, we're going to pause for a quick sponsor's break. We're going to be answering emails coming up later this hour in the D Block. If you have a travel question, a comment about what we just discussed with Marvin, just click on the Contact Us tab at rmworldtravel.com and send us your thoughts. During the break, we're going to have Bobby Patch and Rudy. Stay with us, everyone. The Right Stuff is next. Today's edition of RM World Travel will be right back. And you can always stay connected with the program at rmworldtravel.com. If you're looking for a new mattress, look no further than Helix. This is an all-American-made mattress company that gets it, folks. We're not all the same, so why would you buy a one-size-fits-all mattress? HelixSleep.com slash carry makes it simple with high-quality, soft, medium, firm, and even plus-size mattresses, all designed to fit your particular sleep preferences. Go take their two-minute online quiz to match your body type and sleep style to the best mattresses out there, and right now you'll also save $200 at HelixSleep.com slash carry or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Cars today have more tech than the first spaceship. Something's guaranteed to break. That's why you need CarShield. When you have a car repair, you choose the mechanic and CarShield gets the rest taken care of. Plans through CarShield even provide rental car options, roadside assistance, and trip reimbursement all at no extra cost. Get coverage today and save 10% by going to carshield.com carry or call 800-391-8888. Or visit armworldtravel.com and look under sponsors for a link. A deductible may apply. To connect with the program anytime, visit us online at rmworldtravel.com. Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back to the program. This portion is sponsored by goodrx.com slash carry. If you're thinking about breaking some bad habits this year, how about stop overpaying for your prescriptions? Get in the good habit with us. 
by always checking GoodRx.com slash carry to help find the best price for your prescription medications. Prescription prices can vary between pharmacies by as much as $100, which means you're probably paying too much. Join us and use GoodRx.com slash carry to instantly find discounts and compare prices at all the pharmacies in and around your neighborhood. Even if you have insurance, it still pays to check because it can often beat your copay. It's completely free to use, and you can instantly save up to 80%. Plus, it's accepted at more than 70,000 pharmacies nationwide, like CVS, Kroger, Walgreens, Rite Aid, Walmart, Vons, and more. For simple, smart savings on your prescriptions, join us and check goodrx.com slash carry, or you can find a link under rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Well, you may be familiar with one of the three major movies based on the true story of a mutiny aboard a British ship sailing to the South Pacific in 1787. Its orders were to collect breadfruit plants from Brits who wanted to cultivate them in the Caribbean as a cheap source of food for slaves based there. I speak, of course, of Mutiny on the Bounty. The most recent movie version of that saga was released in 1984, starring Anthony Hopkins as Commander William Bly and Mel Gibson as Fletcher Christian, the master's mate who led the mutiny, fell in love with a local Polynesian woman, and to hide from British authorities who would have hanged him if he'd been arrested, founded a community on a deserted island about the size of New York Central Park called Pitcairn. For our Right Stuff segment, excuse me, for our Right Stuff segment, I'm joined by Brandon Presser, the author of a meticulous research and dramatic version of not just some mutiny, the mutiny, but the many years, some of them very bloody years following the establishment of Pitcairn. His book is titled The Far Land, 200 Years of Murder, Mania, and Mutiny in the South Pacific. Brandon, welcome to the show. That community on Pitcairn still exists today, and you spent about a month there. Who, who lives there today? Where is it? And what makes the history of the island so darn bloody? Well, yeah, so um, 48 people live there today. Um, they are basically completely disconnected from the rest of the world, except for a cargo freighter that visited, visits the island uh, once every three months. Uh, and they are the seventh, eighth, and ninth generation descendants of those very mutineers that committed the mutiny back in uh, 1789. And the movies that I reference, I've only watched one, the Marlon Brando one, but it really focuses mainly on the sailing, the getting, trying to get around the Cape of Good Horn, which they had to turn around and go the other long way around, um, and problems among the crew and, and uh, the captain or the, the guy running the ship getting a little more cranky as time went on. But your book spends a lot of time about that community today and the couple hundred years that it's been there. What went on? What made it so bloody? Why, was it, why wasn't it a, you know, a paradise, a halcyon place to live? Yeah, so basically those movies are actually based on a novel of the events. So a lot of what takes place in those movies is actually uh, over-dramatized and, and, and really completely made up. Um, the real story of what happened has been told in a couple of different places. Um, but what I've tried to do is create sort of a thriller based meticulously on fact. And very few people have touched what happened after everyone arrived on Pitcairn Island because there's a lot less information and documentation. Um, but I spent about three years pulling all the sources together to, to figure out what happened in those 18 years of solitude. And basically what went down is sort of a real-life game show survivor where one by one they started murdering each other out of suspicion, fear, and greed. Well, those are very powerful emotions. You're right. Your book does read like a novel. It's, you did an interesting construction of the book, though. You... you 
You talk about those years, obviously the sailing as well, but you talk about those years and the cast of characters and how they got killed off one by one in often very brutal ways. Um, you intersperse that with your experience of getting there, number one, and the folks who are there now. And I think when you landed, it was probably, you probably saw some, you know, sort of a lot of people living fairly well together. But as you got to know people more, there were divisions there, weren't there? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I went thinking that I was going to write a magazine article. And when I got back, I was like, oh, wow, you know, what? I have so much information. This really has to be a book. And I think there were two kind of paths that I could have followed. I could have written a book all about the incredible history, or I could have written a book about what was going on today. And then I realized if I kind of zippered the two together, and the book does sort of seesaw between the two timelines, I found that they actually really amplify each other. They and do. you find that a lot of the the trauma sustained in those, those first 18 years of carving out the society on the edge of the world has been passed down through the generation and largely informs how these people live today. I think they're sort of haunted by a dark cloud of uh, earlier events. Brandon, we only got a minute left, but there is a resort island on which a very expensive resort called Brando, after Marlon Brando, uh, has been built. Um, how does that relate to this island, how far apart are they, and why is it called Brando? Right, yeah. So um, so the Brando uh, is located very close to the island of Tahiti, and it's this incredible, wonderful alternative to Bora Bora. Amazing five-star-plus resort where all these celebrities go. Barack Obama is said to have written his autobiography there. That kind of came about because when Marlon Brando was shooting you know, Bounty in Tahiti, ah, he right. before he befriended a family that owned a private island. They were actually the descendants of the guy, uh, James Norman Hall, who wrote the novel Mutiny on the Bounty. And he had so much fun partying with them that he was like, I want my own island. Got it. Brandon Presser is the author of The Far Land, a great book. Subtitled 200 Years of Murder, Mania, and Mutiny in the South Pacific. You can find more info at his website, brandonpresser.com. We'll be right back. The world of travel never stops, and you can always find us 24-7 at rmworldtravel.com. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages. Have you heard the news? Metamucil now makes a delicious fiber gummy. Made by the fiber brand you trust, these gummies are a delicious and convenient way to get more fiber. That's because Metamucil fiber gummies are made with an exclusive blend of prebiotic plant-based fibers that are expertly crafted into delicious gummies that give you 5 grams of fiber in each easy-to-take serving. Try new Metamucil gummies today. Metamucil gummies are a delicious new way to promote your digestive health. Metamucil gummies are available at Walgreens and Walgreens.com. Try them today. What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, with today's low rates, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. With a cash out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, you could consolidate and pay off high interest debt, tackle home improvements that could add value to your home, or even set aside cash for your child's future education. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can give you the technology to refinance easily and save money? Rocket can. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick loans, internal data, poison fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing letter, license in all 50 states and LS consumer access.org. 
I have to do laundry when I get home. I have to lug all my clothes over to the washing machine. Then I get to put them in the dryer and accidentally shrink my cashmere sweater again. <laughs> Motorcycles make everything exciting. And when Geico makes it easy to switch and save on motorcycle insurance, it's even more exciting. I'm gonna fold all my socks into little balls. Yeah! Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. If you're looking for a new mattress, look no further than Helix. This is an all-American-made mattress company that gets it, folks. We're not all the same, so why would you buy a one-size-fits-all mattress? HelixSleep.com slash carry makes it simple with high quality soft medium firm and even plus size mattresses all designed to fit your particular sleep preferences go take their two-minute online quiz to match your body type and sleep style to the best mattresses out there and right now you'll also save two hundred dollars at helixsleep.com slash carry or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors if you're thinking about breaking some bad habits this year, start with this one, overpaying for your prescriptions. To do that, always check GoodRx. GoodRx instantly finds discounts and compares prices at all the pharmacies in your neighborhood. GoodRx is free, easy to use, and could instantly save you up to 80%. For simple, smart savings on your prescriptions, go to GoodRx.com carry. That's GoodRx.com carry. GoodRx is not insurance, but can be used instead of insurance. In 2021, GoodRx users saved an average of 79% on retail prescription prices. To participate in the program, log on anytime to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. All right, welcome back to the New York City area, everyone. It is March 5th. This is the D-Block segment of the show, and it is time for us to dive into the show mailbag and answer some of the questions you've sent in. This portion of the program is sponsored by MyPillow.com. Make your life more comfortable and do it in style with top quality American products with over 200 different products waiting for you at MyPillow.com slash carry. Their Giza Dream Sheet bed sheets are just $39.99. That's a savings of 60%. Plus, men's and women's sleepwear and loungewear are now 50% off. You know, their outstanding luxury hotel quality towels and washcloths, the six piece set it's $39.99 a $70 savings my pillow slippers are 50% off the list just keeps going on and on go to mypillow.com slash carry you'll find all of our show specials and savings or you can find a link at rmworldtravel.com just look under sponsors all right email number one is from Beth Ann who listens to us in the Providence Rhode Island area and she's asking we have a Baltic cruise planned for late June we've been hesitant because of the pandemic but now with what's happening over there with the Russian war we're so unsure I'm eager to see St. Petersburg, but I'm concerned that stop could be removed from the cruise, and that's if the cruise even happens, since Estonia and other nearby ports are part of it. Should we cancel and rebook somewhere else, or do you think the cruise will go? Uh, well, it's a lot of questions there to ask, Bethann. Uh, it's a, they're, listen, they're tough questions. Uh, so much can and will change. First off, based on what we've all lived through the past few years, I mean, one thing we know, uh, things are always changing, okay? So predicting what's ahead, Mary, not easy. First, no, it's not. First, first Very and foremost. tough time. But, you know, since you sent us the email, listen, cruise lines, they've already made adjustments to their schedules and they're making them. And because you didn't share exactly what cruise line you're cruising with, we can't provide you specifics about your particular cruise. But check and then recheck and recheck some more. Uh, and, and I'm sure they'll give you the latest information on that. But the second part of this is, I realize you want to go see St. Petersburg, Bethann, and we certainly can agree with you because of all its history, the culture, the beauty. But on this point, I'm going to be a lot more specific with you. 
I don't think you should be doing anything or going anywhere that positively benefits Russia or Vladimir Putin right now, okay? What's happening in Ukraine, it's a travesty. Certainly a weak America currently has helped fuel the situation, but there are plenty of other places in the world to go spend your money, and any place right now that pads the pockets of Putin, it shouldn't be one of them. Yeah, well, I would agree with that, but I, I think that's even a moot point at this point um, because I don't know what cruise line, as Robert said, you're cruising with, but as of late this week, we did start to see all the major cruise lines take St. Petersburg off of all of their summer 2022 itineraries. So all the cruise lines, Royal Caribbean, MSC, Norwegian, Celebrity, uh, Viking and Atlas, and Carnival Corporation, all nine of their brands have pulled St. Petersburg yeah. off now, for this change. summer. Um, we can't speak to what that area of the world's going to look like in a few weeks, let alone a few months. Uh, I'd love to take a Baltic cruise myself at some point. We've had our eye on that for a couple of years now. But it's too soon to tell if those cruises will go on for this summer without that port. But that port will definitely not be Correct. And, right, and right now, we cannot be patting the pockets of Putin. Putin so, yeah. All right. Email number two is from Sally, who listens to us in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Rudy's backyard there. Uh, my husband urged me to write in as we need some help with our travels. We've regularly done Florida for spring break, but this year we want something different. From all the places you've been, are there any creative and affordable ideas for spring break this year that you have? We're a family of five with kids ages 17, 14, and 11. they got a good spread there. Uh, well, listen, first, Mary, I'd say it's getting late for mm -hmm. Sally to make plans, uh, but well, we could help her with some ideas. I don't know if they're all going to be available, but we'll see. Well, let's see. So a friend of mine asked me this recently, and I gave her three areas to check out. So you can take a look at South Padre Island. That's a resort town on the barrier island of the same name. That's off the southern coast of Texas. Nice beaches. Great for birding, if you like that, off the coast of Georgia. Uh, additional beautiful barrier islands, St. Simon's Island, Sea Island, Jekyll Island. I've been to Jekyll Island, Little St. Simon's, beautiful marshlands, gorgeous beaches that just go on for miles. Another great area. But I think my top pick, um, I do love California, but I think I would pick the Southwest. The spring is a great time to go to the Southwest. I'd pick Santa Fe, great food, lots of food tours on the flavors of Santa Fe, the rail yard district, museums, the opera house and historic Santa, well, Fla Santa Fe Plaza. I don't think you can go wrong yeah, with it. I, I love Santa Fe. Listen, I'm going to go San Diego, as we've always said. It's yeah. a great destination. So <laughs> many types of travelers. There's so much that we could say there. Uh, I mean, listen, from the zoo, SeaWorld, Legoland, North and Carlsbad, great weather and beaches, Balboa Park, Old Town, uh, the USS Midway's there. They've got great food out there. Uh, we happen to like La Jolla, the Coronado area. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, check that out. San Antonio, we were just there for Stop In on the Let's Go America Tour. I'd throw that out. Austin's to the north. There's so much to do in that area. And, you know, I guess I'm going to throw, if you want to do something cold, because you didn't mention that, Vancouver, Canada, uh, in Whistler. Yeah, go good skiing. idea. Go skiing. Skiing is good. Yep. Yeah. So we've been there with our family. Uh, yep. We've had great times. So uh, they're just some ideas from us. Let us know, Sally, uh, what you ultimately decide and if you have a good time, all right? We're going to leave it there for right now, folks. If you have a travel question of your own, maybe a travel comment, whatever it's going to be, it could be a show comment if you have it. Feel free to reach out to us anytime at rmworldtravel.com slash contact. Thanks to Beth Ann and Sally for today's questions. This is RM World Travel. We'll return to talk Yellowstone National Park. That's another great place, by the way, Sally. Stay with us, folks. We're back in three minutes. Join the travel duo and team by accessing the show anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back.
Stay connected with us anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. All right, as we move on from emails and what I teased before the break, we're now going to focus on Yellowstone National Park for the e-block, and we're sponsored by boxofawesome.com. Bespoke Post partners with an array of small businesses around America to deliver the most unique goods to you every month, from travel and outdoor gear to trendy styles, cocktails, and more. They offer an array of goods and gadgets, and really, these collections cover every part of your life. Each box is guaranteed to have over $70 worth of gear inside to make that box say wow. You're only going to pay a fraction of the price. Right now, all of our show listeners get 20% off your first box. Go check them out at boxofawesome.com. Enter promo code CARRY at checkout or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Well, with all the other headlines in the news, you may have missed that there was a big birthday this week here in the States. On Tuesday, March 1st, Yellowstone National Park celebrated 150 years as a national park, and not just a national park, but America's first national park. Joining us on that show hotline with details is West District Interpretive Ranger Rich Yelly. Good morning, Rich. Thanks for joining us today. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Nice to have you with us. So, you know, all right, Yellowstone's 150th, it, it's significant because it's America's first national park, but President Ulysses S. Grant's signing of the Yellowstone Park Protection Act, essentially, it was the beginning of the idea of protecting parks all over the world. So I would say in many ways that makes the impact of Yellowstone bigger than the park. Would you agree? Oh, I would definitely agree. Yellowstone is the birth of the national park idea, and that idea has spread through, not just throughout the United States, but around the world. You think about that, what it did, man. Very significant. You know, Rich, I know you love Yellowstone. I've done a little research on you. You've served in various roles there. And I think many people listening probably associate the park, including myself, with the famed Old Faithful Geyser. But the land is rich in hydrothermal features beyond just Old Faithful. So just talk a little bit about that aspect of the park for us. Sure. So, yeah, Old Faithful is just one of many hundreds of geysers in the park, which are the rarest of the hydrothermal features. Aside from the geysers, there's also thousands and thousands of hot springs, fumaroles, and mud pots. Mm -hmm. Yellowstone has the greatest concentration of hydrothermal features of anywhere in the world. If you just count the geysers, Yellowstone has more than half the known geysers on the planet. Than anywhere in the world. Wow. Exactly. Interesting. And then there is, <laughs> That's of a, course... You need to harness all that yeah, energy right exactly. there. Yeah, exactly. There's some energy. Um, yeah. And then, okay, the wildlife. So the wildlife is also of great significance. And we've seen so many famous wildlife photographs that have come out of Yellowstone over the years, as well as some not-so-good stories. You're, you were a ranger, so I know you know what I'm going to say of tourists getting mm-hmm. too close to the wildlife every year. There's always that person. But um, the wildlife is rich. So talk about it, please. Sure, yeah. Yellowstone has the greatest concentration of native wildlife species still here of any place in the lower 48 states. So pretty much all the major species that were known to exist here when the park was founded in 1872 are still here. And especially after, you know, gray wolves, Rocky Mountain gray wolves were reintroduced into the park in the mid-90s. That was the last sort of missing link in the park ecosystem as far as wildlife. So the the full complement is here. It's quite spectacular and they're commonly see wildlife throughout the park. Now, as you mentioned, it's really important that people respect the wildlife. Mm-hmm. These are wild animals. They're not zoo animals. Uh, so when you come to visit Yellowstone, make sure you give them plenty of space. They, you know, the park regulations say stay 100 yards away from bears or wolves and at least 25 yards from any other of the large mammals like bison or elk. But even on a broader picture of that, 
if you see an animal that changes its behavior because of what you're doing, so a bison, for instance, even though you're maybe more than 25 yards away, if it even looks up at you or starts moving away, that means you're too close. Mm. So you just got to give animals respect. They yeah. have, they need their space, and if you do that, they'll do well, and, and you'll be safe. Yeah, you can coexist for sure. Yeah. So, you know, as if Yellowstone doesn't have enough visitors each year, uh, I'm sure the hit TV series of the same name, it's attracting a lot of people for you right now, Rich. So, uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. I could hear that just as I would expect. It. So, you know, all right, just to set for if somebody says, where exactly is Yellowstone if they don't have the geography? We did something at the top of the show today that uh, regarding geography. But, you know, although mostly in Wyoming, the park does stretch into Montana and Idaho. So talk about the impact of the TV series and also just that overall size of Yellowstone. Yeah, and you know, I I don't really know what the impact of the TV series is. It's kind of probably hard to tease some of the impacts out of, of various uh, advertising, if you will, for mm-hmm. Yellowstone. You know, what I can tell you is that we're seeing some high visitation. I mean, we had over 4 million visits last year to the park. It wasn't the highest year on record, but it's in the, you know, the last seven or eight years. We've had multiple years that have been in the top five, let's put it that way. Um, as far as the size of the park, it is one of the largest national parks in the, in the country. It's about 2,500 square miles, uh, about 50 miles east to west, 60 miles north to south. Most of that is in the state of Wyoming, well over 90%. We have little slivers along the northern boundary that are in the state of Montana. And the very southwest corner of the park, there's a little sliver that's in the state of Idaho. For a long time, Yellowstone was the biggest national park in the country, and then it's been surpassed by most of the larger parks in Alaska as well. As sure. Well, listen, it is a massive place still, and regardless, it is a place that I think everybody in this country should at least go experience at one time. So, Rich, unfortunately, we got to leave it there for today. Uh, happy birthday, Yellowstone, 150. Thanks very much for the check-in and uh, sharing a little bit on Yellowstone today. Enjoy the rest of the weekend, okay? Yeah, you too. Thank you. Enjoy your national parks. Yeah, take care, Rich. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right, Mary, 50 miles east to west, 60 miles north to south, 2,500 square miles, folks. Big, beautiful park. Another number I'm going to throw at you, 50% of the fastest two hours in travel is now about to wrap. That's it for hour one of the show. Good news is hour two is coming up uh, just after this top of the hour break. We're going to kick it off with the National Communal Forum. Jennifer Wilson-Budage is coming up. We're going to take you back to Las Vegas for an insider golf tip. You may want to stick around for that. A lot more coming. Do stay with us or be sure to catch us anytime, anywhere through our live stream at rmworldtravel.com. You've been listening to award-winning RM World Travel, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.